Welcome to the June 2010 Immigration Solutions In Focus podcast. For more information on any of our articles or to become a client of Immigration Solutions, please head to our website at www.immigrationsolution.net. From here, you can navigate to our blog, news articles, and contact page. So, to get started, we have breaking news on the Arizona immigration law. Depending on what side of the fence you're on, emotions and controversy surrounding the law run rampant. Although, polls indicate that most Americans support Arizona in their decision, support comprehensive immigration reform, and want a system based on the rule of law that includes control of our borders. Multiple lawsuits have been filed challenging the constitutionality of the Arizona law. Opponents are mounting boycotts, resolutions are being passed by cities across the country condemning the law, and the president met last week with Arizona's Governor Jan Brewer to discuss border and the position that the state takes on immigration. To read the rest of this article, please go to our website at immigrationsolution.net and view our June newsletter. Senate Democrats give commission authority over immigrant visas. Senate Democratic leaders are drafting a measure to authorize a commission to recommend levels of employment-based visas and green cards that let immigrants work legally in the United States. The plan would require Congress, in certain cases, to vote when immigrant labor is deemed out of line with demand. Although the commission would have limited influence over the skilled immigrant market for technology and other industries, it would have a major role in regulating low-skilled foreign labor. The commission idea originally came from Ray Marshall, labor secretary under President Jimmy Carter, who said, quote, The United States needs a nonpartisan panel that would use rigorous data analysis in its decisions. The idea is another example of lawmakers showing a willingness to relinquish decision-making to commissions on issues that include reducing the federal debt, Iraq war policy, and curbing Medicare costs. Quote, It's the ultimate expression for the need for political cover says Ross Baker, a political science professor at Rutgers University. More on that issue and others on our website. The importance of being married. The regulatory framework and policies of USCIS and the Department of State have done more to encourage and discourage marriage among persons applying for immigrant visas to the United States. For most non-immigrant visa categories, spouses and children may accompany their spouse to the United States and, in the case of L1, L2 spouses, may even work in the United States. These persons are in most cases subject to many of the same restrictions as their spouse with regard to their length of stay and eligibility for renewal of their status. The focus of this article, however, is the impact of marriage on immigrant visa petitions both with regard to spouses and to children who are considering marriage when they have an immigrant visa petition pending. You can read the full article on our website. What's new in immigration? The USCIS has unveiled a new, more technologically advanced and secure permanent residence card. The card, commonly known as the green card, which is actually the color green now, authenticates an individual's authorization to live and work in the United States on a permanent basis. USCIS has revised the Employment Authorization Document, EAD, or Form I-766, to incorporate the addition of a machine-readable zone on the back of the card. Just a reminder, 
The new consular visa fees are effective June 4, 2010. The Texas Service Center Employment-Based I-485 Email Pilot Special Notification Initiative is to provide a mechanism by which applicants can facilitate TSC processes relating to specific EBI-485 application scenarios through an email address. The email address for this purpose is ebupdate.tsc at dhs.gov. USCIS has created a helpful video for individuals considering naturalization to become U.S. citizens. The video provides information regarding the interview and testing process, as well as standard documentation required at the naturalization interview. The video covers a broad range of typical concerns related to the naturalization interview. There is a new list of documents required for H-1B and L-1 visa applications for the Hyderabad post. This list is much more extensive than the norm. The lists can be found at hyderabad.usconsulate.gov slash handl.html. The USCIS has announced VIBE, Verification Initiative for Business Enterprises, a new web-based tool that the agency says would, quote, help bring uniformity and consistency to adjudicating petitions they receive. This is definitely one of their most clever ideas. A few months ago, the DHS Private Sector Office started a project to gather all the training, publications, guidance, alerts, newsletters, programs, and services available to the private sector from across the department. The idea was to centralize all the information and publish it in a catalog for its private sector partners, providing them direct lines of access to critical resources at DHS, such as a contact in the Intelligence and Analysis Private Sector Partnership Program, or to read the latest on this blog, the Private Sector Resources Catalog was to be a white pages of sorts, where partners in academia, the nonprofit world, NGOs, and the business sector would find at-a-glance information on any topic or office within DHS. For more information on all of these topics, please visit our website at www.immigrationsolution.net. Employer Compliance News, I-9s, E-Verify, ICE. ICE has released a partially redacted version of its official I-9 Inspection and Penalty Guide, which is used by ICE special agents and forensic auditors during an I-9 investigation. The memo, previously classified as Law Enforcement Sensitive, was obtained courtesy of the American Immigration Lawyers Association, AILA, after repeated requests and threatened litigation. The guidance was initially drafted on May 28, 2008, revised on November 25, 2008, and then revised again on July 13, 2009. Since that time, ICE has also publicly posted its Form I-9 Inspection Overview, December 2009, and New Enforcement Strategy, April 2009, which incorporate many of the same instructions and overall process. For those of you who participated in the listening session conference call, USCIS has released the executive summary follow-up and recap of the call. In the summary, links are provided to a list of federal contractors that are enrolled in the FAR 
e-verify program, a link to the revised frequently asked questions that can be found on the same page under links and resources. Big changes are coming to the e-verify in June that will enhance its usability, security, accuracy, and efficiency. The USCIS has announced that its newly redesigned eVerify web interface will go live on June 13, 2010. As previously reported, the new eVerify look, internally called eVerify 3.0, promises to offer a clean and modern design, easy and intuitive navigation, and clear and simple language. A new homepage, a new case alerts feature, improved case management, and a streamlined tutorial are among the dozens of improvements coming to eVerify. Tracker i9 reports that employers have 10 days to correct non-substantive technical violations after an ICE audit. ICE confirmed this policy in a recent meeting with representatives of the American Immigration Lawyers Association. According to Tracker, in response to questions by AILA, ICE confirmed that penalties were still based on INS guidance from the late 1990s, which categorized I-9 errors in two groups. Substantive verification failures, which are not subject to the 10-day correction period, and technical or procedural verification failures, which may be corrected. Substantive errors could arise, for example, when the employee fails to sign Section 1 or forgets to check one of the boxes indicating his or her citizenship or immigration status. Technical or procedural violations tend to be more benign in nature, including, for example, the failure of the employee to enter his or her maiden name, address, or birth date in Section 1, or failure of the employer to provide the title, business name, and business address in Section 2. Summer travel. U.S. citizens traveling abroad must have approved travel documents when returning home. The Western Hemisphere Travel Initiative requires U.S. and Canadian citizens aged 16 and older to present a valid, acceptable travel document that denotes both identity and citizenship when entering the U.S. by land or sea. U.S. and Canadian citizens under age 16 may present a birth certificate or alternative proof of citizenship when entering by land or sea. All VWP countries are now required to have an approved electronic system for travel authorization prior to boarding a carrier to travel by air or sea to the U.S. under the VWP. CBP continues to facilitate the entry process for visa waiver program travelers into the U.S. by implementing the electronic system for travel. Immigration Solutions provides U.S. and global visa services to individuals and employers throughout the U.S. and abroad. We specialize in business immigration and have a depth of experience in the IT, healthcare, arts and entertainment sectors, among others. Our services include complex business visas for investors, multinational managers, and outstanding individuals in science, business, education, athletics, and entertainment, as well as PERM labor certification. We additionally provide employee compliance consulting services on proper I-9, employment eligibility verification, auditing, training, and the development of compliance policies and regulations. We offer these services as well to government contractors and advise on FAR, E-Verify, enrollment and compliance issues.
We look forward to designing an immigration program for you that uniquely meets your specific needs and requirements. If you like the newsletter, sign up to receive our blog and podcast through iTunes. As Immigration Solutions has evolved, we have been very proud to present information in a fluid and timely manner that allows you to receive up-to-the-minute news and features surrounding the immigration community. Our website is growing and we have thousands of worldwide subscribers interested in our news and services who are visiting our website and blog daily. If your product or service is compatible with U.S. and global immigration, we invite you to take advantage of this additional targeted exposure and strongly consider advertising with us. Please head to our website contact page at www.immigrationsolution.net to view our marketing information that can be accessed in the footer of our homepage. We'll walk you through a very affordable process that will give you the extra edge that you're looking for. We have an active employer compliance business unit that exclusively works with our clients so that they are informed and conforming to immigration laws. This has become crucial as employers across the country are audited and fines imposed for non-compliance with immigration laws, I-9 audits, and H-1B violations. Immigration Solutions has years of experience and knowledge with employer compliance and worksite enforcement issues and can assist your business in offsetting the extent of penalties, sanctions, and other ICE enforcement threats. We will help you get your I-9s in order and assist you with establishing a practical and manageable immigration compliance program. We have created a package of services and solutions to assist you with your compliance procedures that can be tailored to your specific needs and concerns. To learn more about our compliance practice, head to www.immigrationsolution.net. Immigration Solutions continues to be the cutting edge of developments in IT, healthcare, entertainment, and employer compliance. We are dedicated to provide our clients with the solutions required today to circumvent the complexities of immigration law. We understand the challenges that you deal with on a daily basis and design practical and strategic business models to answer your needs. This focused approach produces win-win results for all concerned. Please note that our news and media does not constitute direct legal advice and is for informational purposes only, and should never replace informed counsel when specific immigration guidance is needed.